The phone rang all innocent and coy. If I finish my drink before it stops, I'll answer it. It's a bad bet. The glass had little more than ice and a bucket load of regret. I knocked back the last drops of sickly sweet juice that burned as much coming up as they did going down. Yeah. My man's taken off with my money. The woman's voice was as bored with life as life was with her. Sure. It's money, sugar. You notice that kind of thing. Mina Camila. Her name sounded like a Spanish cabaret act. She said, meet me at the stylus. I stared at the shadows of the ceiling fan flick fast and slow. She sounded like lo-fi trouble, but the rent monster sniffed around this time of night looking for its bones, and the stylus has the band. I like the band. She could buy me a few drinks and I could tell her I was too busy. Wonder Boy played the double bass tonight. There were stories and rumors, but he was a natural on it. Always had been. Welcome to the stylus, stool, table, or booth, sir. The young girl bounced nervously with her chest half hanging out of her top, selling the view to keep her job. Eyes on the prize. Booth. Ten came and went as did its neighbor. I was a couple of bottles into the southern amber when Mina walked in. Her blonde curls bounced as she strutted hardcore across the chicken dance floor. She sat in a stool by the deep mahogany bar in a short red cocktail dress and looked around. She beckoned me over with curling finger and whispered my name like a disgraced angel. But it was her curves that got me off. You always so conspicuous, I asked. Hello, Van. You always so smooth with the ladies. She swiveled to face me and then back against the bar, putting her assets out for evaluation. I sit where people see my legs. It gets me my drinks. I checked out her outfit. The place was upmarket, but she floated away on a zeppelin with the concept. You dress for cocktails. You dress like a hobo. You like cocktails? I shrugged. I like free. She clicked her fingers at the bartender and ordered a martini. You wear red. It wasn't a question or observation, but an exploration. It doesn't show the blood. Your blood? Depends on how I feel at the end of the night. The bartender gave me a nod. I reciprocated. The claustrophobia of the night closed in around me as the dancers jumped and twirled precariously close. Moonlight beckoned outside with empty streets, hot and wet. I ain't one for politics, but this place would bring the wolf out of anyone. Two fingers, Jackson. Jackson nodded as he flicked the glass and poured a double shot. He'd clipped his black curly hair short again, now shaving it on both sides. It offset the bizarre contrast of his bebop glasses, horn-ripped into the past decade. The girls went crazy for him when he was slick. His dark skin glistened in the hot night air. I placed my hand on the bar as I sat on the small round stool. She grabbed one and turned it over in her own hands. 
My, what big strong hands you have. I ain't your grandma, I replied. With hands like that, I ain't crawling into bed with anything but the big bad wolf. I sighed and pulled my fingers from her clutches. What's the chase? She knocked back the martini in one go and shook the empty at Jackson. My no good SOB lover emptied my drawers and took off with some skinny blonde thing. I found them together in my bed. Is he your husband? Do I look like the marrying type? She replied. What's he look like? He looks like a loser. Wears a bad attitude that he tries to sell as rebellion. Distinguishing features, I asked. Fat, lazy backside. Heavy penchant for excessive beer. Babe, it's every man. He ain't like you. Her voice softened and she played a coy like a major league pro. What'd he take? Some money, some family heirlooms, my dignity. Sure he took it? I don't give it away. You know the blonde? You seen one skinny blonde, you seen them all. You know his location. I thought you did the detecting and I paid for a good service. I gave another nod to Jackson and slid the empty tumbler across the polished wood. He hit me up again, not worrying too much about the optics accuracy. He gave me a smile as he looked over to Mina. I looked down into the glass. The vision reflected the mistakes of my past. I swilled the drink and knocked it back. Jackson stayed close. Mina looked back over his shoulder at the booth, noting the empty bottles. You drink a lot, Van, said Mina. I've seen a lot. You ain't old enough. I made a deal. She looked at me with those eyes and I knew it was gonna go sideways. So I gave Jackson a nod and told him to tell Shady tonight his drumming sounded like bombing to the soft ear. He needed to wind back on the weed. I thanked Mina for the drinks and said no thanks to the chase. My stretcher called me back to the office. I blew her off before it got too tangled. The drinks were good, the band was always good, but the streets called. On the way back, some late flying birds came flapping in over the home route, highlighting how quiet it was. Night fell on me like a gorilla. The morning shouted my name and sleep relented its grip on me. I was on the way out when I tripped over a pretty little lady lying dead across my doorway wearing nothing but upmarket lingerie. Some skinny blonde thing.